Hey, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you for asking. Really well. In fact, this, this has just been a fantastic week since we've last spoken. And not just for me, but for society as a whole. And you know why? Because last Friday, July 7th, a gift was given to us. And what could I be talking about other than Taylor Swift's Speak Now Taylor's Version album release? It came out last Friday, and it's so good. Um, I've been listening to it nonstop. Specifically, I've actually been listening to one single song from the album nonstop, okay? Which is When Emma Falls in Love. It's so good. And so, if you haven't listened to the album, please listen to it immediately because it's so good. Um, it's just really good, chill vibes. Well, I guess not all the songs are chill vibes, but the ones that I listen to are. <laughs> it's really good vibes. And um, specifically, When Emma Falls in Love, that song is so good. That's my favorite one, so... Yeah, it's a good one. Um, love that album. So that's been that's made this week really good. Something else really exciting happened to me um, this past week. Well, I guess it's not really something that happened to me. It's an accomplishment that I achieved, okay? I've always I've had a history of failed cake baking attempts in my life. I've never been very good at it. And in the past couple years, I've gotten a little better at bunt cakes. I feel like those are the easiest cakes to make, specifically because I don't really have to frost them. I feel like you can kind of just pour some sort of liquidy frosting or or some sort of dessert sauce on it and, it and it is like good to go you know bunk cakes I think are the easiest cakes to make in my personal opinion because I'm not that good at cooking and I can make a bunk cake so that's kind of like that's kind of like the metric that I'm measuring this by I think bunt cakes are pretty easy to make. But you know what's nice about them is I feel like bunt cakes actually feel fancier than normal cakes. So, little life hack. If you want to impress your friends, make a bunt cake. But back to the topic at hand. I successfully baked a tiered cake this week, which I've never done before. Anytime I've tried to bake a tiered cake in the past, it has ended up looking awful. It always tastes good. But it looks bad, you know? And this week um, was my mom's birthday. And so I baked a two-tiered cake. It's only two, so it's not like it's anything crazy. But I was really proud of myself. And I baked the two round tiers. And then I did the frosting in the middle. And I on top of the first one, you know? And then I put the second one on. And I successfully frosted the entire outside without, like, ruining the cake which I was nervous about, you know, and it just was like, I was just really proud of myself. You know, I was like, finally, you've baked a tiered cake. Good job. So that was a really exciting accomplishment for me. And I'm really proud of myself for achieving that this week. 
So overall, it's been a great week for me. <laughs> Hope it's been good for you too. We Let's go ahead and hop into the lesson now that I've wasted your time for the past five minutes talking about random stuff. Our lesson this week is focusing on Acts chapters 6 through 9, okay? And we're going to start by talking about our hearts, okay? So a lot of this... um. This Come Follow Me lesson kind of revolves around the story of Saul, okay? And if you don't know the story of Saul, or if you just need a little refresher, I'm going to share it with you now. So essentially, Saul was a Pharisee who had a reputation for persecuting Christians, okay? And so he was kind of like, basically kind of revolting against Christ's gospel, you know? And the Lord told Ananias, a disciple, to find Saul and offer him a blessing, okay? And Ananias was understandably kind of like, I don't really want to do that, you know what I mean? He was like, I've heard of this guy, and he has done a lot of bad things to some Christians, you know? But the Lord looks on hearts, right? And he knew that in Saul's heart, he had a lot of potential, you know? And so Ananias found Saul and um, long story short, Saul had a change of heart, okay? I kind of think of this as a really similar story to Alma the Younger um, because essentially Saul kind of like Christ like spoke to him, you know, and then Ananias came and kind of called him to the work and Saul was like, okay, I'm a different man now. And so as we are going through this lesson, I think um, it's good to keep in mind like one of the, it's good to keep in mind one of the phrases mentioned in the lesson, which is that if Saul could change so completely and Ananias could welcome him so freely, then should we ever consider anyone an unlikely candidate for change, including ourselves? And I really like that thought. And it's something that I think we should keep in mind as we continue through this lesson. So the first um, topic that we're going to go through is called, my heart needs to be right in the sight of God. Okay. So we're talking about how we can um, change our hearts and what we need to do in order to appear right in the sight of God. Okay. And according to Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 5, there are some qualities that the 12 apostles were looking for in those who were going to serve with them, okay? And I am going to list out what these are. The first quality mentioned is someone of honest report. Second, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. Third, full of faith. Those were the three that I pulled out. Feel free to read through those on your own and do with them what you will. But those are the things that kind of stood out to me, okay, as the three things that they were looking for in those who would serve with them. And the first thing that kind of struck me about these three things, being honest, being full of the Holy Ghost, and being full of faith, is that these don't discriminate against anybody. These three things are actually not that hard to do. They're not, it's not a tall order, you know? 
It really is so simple. These are things that all of us can do and all of us have control over at any point. They were not going around looking for people who were perfect, who were wealthy, who had a good social standing, who were great public speakers, you know, who had all of their lives together. All they were looking for were honest people with faith. And that's all we need in order to serve the Lord. Because we serve the Lord in order to become better. It's not like in order to serve the Lord, we have to meet these crazy requirements first. We don't need to be perfect before we can represent Christ, right? By representing Christ and by trying to become like him, we become better. And so all we need is a heart that is ready for change. You know, we just need to make the decision and say, you know what? I have faith and I am honestly trying to become like Christ. So I will allow myself to be changed by him. And that's literally all we need, right? And so like the story of Saul, we need to be willing to change in order to come unto Christ, right? And I think for this process to happen, it's important to take a good look at yourself and consider what you can do differently, right? What can you stop doing? What can you start doing? How can you change your general vibe so that you can have the Holy Ghost with you at all times, right? And I say vibe because I think sometimes it's not about what you're doing and what you're not doing, but it's just about your general countenance, right? And your general air about you, okay? Your energy and your vibe, okay? I think that that plays a big role in whether the Holy Ghost can feel comfortable around us. And the things that we do are naturally going to change our vibe, right? So ultimately, like, our actions and our thoughts and our decisions are going to be what changes that. But I also think just having peace, having peace in your heart and exercising compassion to yourself and those around you and having an eternal perspective, like these are all things that aren't necessarily actions. They're things that go on in your heart and inside of you, you know? And so I think that those are kind of the two, the two sides of the coin, right? It's the things that you do and then the things that you are. Anyway, so one of the questions that the lesson poses is, is there anything you feel inspired to change to ensure that your heart is right in the sight of God? Okay, so I've listed out a few things that just in general, I feel like can help us ensure that our hearts are right in the sight of God. Okay. The first one I came up with is listening to better music. This is something that I think can kind of is like easy to not really focus on. I don't know. Cause music a lot of the time is such a passive activity where it's like, it's just playing in the background or while you're doing other things, you know? And so it's easy to kind of not really pay that much attention to it and be like, it doesn't matter what my music is talking about or what it's saying or whatever, or what the vibe is because it's not affecting me. You know, it's just something that I like and I like the beat of it and I like the vibe, you know, like, so it's something that is easy to kind of overlook, at least for me, that's been my experience. But I do think it affects us is the thing. Like, I do think that it impacts us and our energy and our outlook more than we think. 
And if nothing else, even if it doesn't affect any of those things, I think it does, it can drive the spirit away. You know, if, if you're listening to music that isn't very uplifting. And so I think the first thing that I could think of that could help me to ensure that my heart is right in the sight of God and that I always have the spirit with me and that general vibe of being willing to change and thinking about Christ and becoming more like him constantly. Something that I could do better is listening to better music so that I'm kind of like, it's almost like you're kind of like, I think that when I listen to uplifting music, and I don't think that necessarily has, it doesn't have to be, I'm not saying you have to listen to like Motab 24-7, you know? You can, you know what songs uplift you and what songs don't. You can decide that on your own, but listening to better music, I think can really change things. The next one is gossiping less and saying and thinking more nice things about people. I think that this is something that is another thing easy to overlook because you know what? Sometimes gossiping doesn't feel like gossiping. It's just talking about people. (laughs) But I think that we can't fully see those around us as the children of God that they are. And we can't fully love those around us with the love that God has for them until we stop gossiping about them, you know? And so I think that that's another thing that is a good thing to change if you're trying to put your heart in the right place, is to think more kind things about people and look at people as what they are, which is priceless children of God. I think praying more, that's kind of an obvious one, but praying more can help us have our heart in the right place. I think also being more purposeful and meaningful about our worship, you know? And I think this is something that I I can do, which is that I like, I'll kind of start going through the motions with my worship, you know, I'll go to church because that's what I do, you know? And I'll read my scriptures because that's what I do. And I'll pray because that's what I do. And there's not much meaning and purpose behind it. It's just kind of like I'm going through the motions. And like, that's not bad. You know, like, obviously, we're still doing good things when we're doing that. And that is bringing us closer to Christ simply because we're taking the action. I just think that we can get a lot more out of it. And we can move forward when we put some purpose behind it, you know? Because I do think that going through the motions like that, it keeps us in the same place, you know? So it's good because it's like, you know what? You're not getting worse, right? But you're not getting better as quickly as you could if you had more meaning in it, you know? And so it's like, go to church with the purpose to lift yourself and lift others up. Study with the intent to learn. Fast for a reason, Pray with purpose behind it. And if you're doing all of these things, that is building momentum and moving you forward, right? Because you're thinking of the reason. And I think it can also, not only can it move you forward and help you improve more, but I think it just helps us have a better attitude towards all of those things because it's not like we're just doing it because we feel like we should do it. We're doing it because we want to and we see the reason that we're doing it, right? Anyway, I think another thing which is kind of related to the music one is just watching less harmful media. The same thing goes with music, you know, like 
even if even things that you don't think affect you do because at the very least watching media that is not uplifting can drive out the spirit and that's not something that we want to do right and this is a tricky i feel like this can be a tricky concept to navigate and it's something that i feel like you kind of just need to decide on your own obviously there are certain guidelines that we need to follow and it's like yeah but I think that you, I think that we know when we have the spirit with us and when we don't. And it's important to learn to recognize that, right? And the last one that I have here um, for things that we can change to ensure that our heart is, in the, is right in the sight of God is to have more quiet time. Um, mindfulness and meditation are an important part of Christ's gospel. And so I think that it's, it's important to prioritize giving ourselves time to think about our lives and evaluating where we're at. Distraction in life keeps us from genuine improvement. And I think that this, this is an important topic for me, I feel like, because a lot of the things that I do day to day, like I'd say most of the things that I do day to day aren't bad things and they aren't hurting me, you know, but there are a lot of distracting things that can just get in the way of me having quiet time. Like, for example, listening to music in the car on my way to work. That's not a bad thing. That's cool. And you can use that to be a really uplifting experience. But I think that that's also a time where I could be quiet in the car and thinking about my life, you know, but I'm being distracted by something else. That's just one example. But I think that, like, distractions keep us from thinking and evaluating, you know, and we... When we get caught up in our lives and we don't take the time to step back and think about where we're at and who we are and what we're doing and how we're doing, then we can't really improve because in order for us to get better, we need to know how, right? And I think this is something that I I go through phases where I'm distracted a lot and I'm busy and sometimes I'm keeping myself busy because I don't feel like evaluating, you know? But I think it's important, you know, I think it's significant to be able to sit down with nothing else going on and just saying, where am I at? How am I doing? And how can I get better? And planning your efforts from there. So I think that that is something that at least I can change to ensure that my heart is in the right place and that it's right in the sight of God. So now we're going to move on to our next topic. Okay. We've talked about changing your heart and ways that we can change our lives in order to put our hearts in the right place. Right. And next I want to talk about submitting to the Lord's will. Okay. The next point is when I submit to the Lord's will, I can become an instrument in his hands. And I want to start by reading a scripture. Okay. It's Acts chapter 22 verses 14 through 16. And he said, The God of our fathers hath chosen thee, that thou shouldest know his will, and see that just one, and shouldest hear the voice of his mouth. For thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard. And now why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized, and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. I think that this is true of all of us, right? 
God has called each of us to fulfill our own missions here on earth, right? And we need to dedicate our lives to spreading the joy of his gospel. And that happens in a lot of different ways. You know, I think that everyone has a different influence that they can have on the people around them and on society at large. And I think that like our potential and our missions here are similar. The overarching goal is is always the same. But I think that like the way that we can do it is unique to who we are, right? And God gave us each individual gifts that allow us to share the gospel in the way that allow us to share the gospel in our own unique way. And so when Saul had a change of heart, he turned his life around, right? He was suddenly instrumental to the Lord because he made a decision. He just decided. It was based on revelation, but he made a decision and he said, I'm going to change. I'm going to be different now. And then he was. And it really is as simple as that. We just need to decide and commit and say, are we going to do this? And once we do, that allows us to serve God and be an instrument in his hands. So how can we change our lives, right? Like we've talked about specific things that we can do, yada, yada, yada. But everyone has different things that they can work on. And sometimes you, it's kinda, you can kind of look at yourself and be like, I don't even know what I should do. And I think that it's good to begin by asking in prayer. This is something that Saul did. He prayed to God and said, what wilt thou have me do? And this allowed God to tell us how we can serve him and how we can be an instrument to him. When we pray to know what God would have us do, he will tell us. It might not come right away. I think it depends on what it is, who you are, what the context is, you know. But overall, if we are trying to serve the Lord, the Lord will provide us opportunities to do so. I'm someone who really needs to focus on one thing at a time. I'm not great at improving my life all at once. I get really overwhelmed really easily. And so when I'm like, okay, I need to read my scriptures and I need to pray morning and night and I need to work out and I need to get up earlier and I need to go to bed earlier and I need to eat healthier. Like, it's just like too many things. And then I end up doing none of them because I'm like, that's just too much. I can't do it. So I'm someone, I've learned that I'm someone who needs to do those things one at a time. (laughs) Otherwise I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. And so a few years ago, I started including in my prayers, um, this phrase, which says, help me to know what thou would have me focus on at this time in my life. And this has been a piece of my prayers that has become really important to me because it has helped me so much to be able to know what God wants me to learn at different points in my life. And pretty much every time I have prayed for that, I have gotten an answer, you know, and I think it comes from a combination of prayer and also reading my patriarchal blessing to try and understand the things that I should be doing at different points in my life. Um, But that has become a phrase that has made a big difference in the way that I live my life and has allowed me to focus on the things that are most important at each season in my life. And so that is something that I think has really helped me change my life. 
Heavenly Father wants us to succeed. When we show a genuine interest in his plan for us and our divine potential, he will show us what that plan is. So if you're looking for guidance in deciding how you can improve yourself and change your heart, start by praying. That, I feel like, is always the first step for everything. And when we follow God's plan for us and embrace our divine potential that he shows to us, we can then become instruments in God's hands. We are happier when our lives are filled with service, when we look outside of ourselves. And this is something that I really want to get better at. And it's something that I have been trying to focus on more these past few months. And I don't know. It's just like, I just want to focus less on me, you know, because I think that when we focus less on ourselves, we don't get so bogged down by our problems and our worries. And we, and we see, I feel like it's easier to have an eternal perspective when we're not getting caught up in our own things. And I think that we will all be happier if we look outward more often and lift each other up rather than worrying about ourselves all the time. So that is the lesson. Thank you so much for listening this week. I feel like after, after thinking about this lesson, it's really inspired me to make the changes that I need to make in order to have my heart in the right place and also to pray to God to see what he thinks that I can improve on and what he thinks that I can change. And so that's all I got. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. My username is at Green Bananas Podcast. Um, don't forget to leave a rating and review if you liked this episode. I would really appreciate it. And um, yeah, that's everything. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I'll chat with you again in the next episode. <laughs>